Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. going on everybody welcome back to the real down i'm your host as always jimmy skinner returning with me for a second week my newest co-host and hopefully going to stay here for a long time garrett johnson what's up i actually yeah. pointed the right way too i never <laughs> do that i got that i might right. stick around for a little bit so i hope so if you I'm quit i'm just it. gonna quit they're, they're just gonna lose me i'm just gonna give it <laughs> just pass the torch oh well how you been doing man how, how was your week anything oh, excited uh, no, not much. Just staying busy. Uh, mostly trying to get my house in order so that I can be organized this year. I try. To, I always come into the year so disorganized and stuffs everywhere, and then I'm scatterbrained the whole year, all year long. So I want to try to go into it a little, a little more organized this time around. Yeah, I've been uh not as much on the fishing stuff yet. I've been like. All that happens in this same room. I mean, as you can kind of see all the stuff behind me, but yeah. I've been like working my way through cleaning up this office area. And, but it's basically just shoved all the fishing stuff in that corner. So <laughs> that'll be like the last thing I tackle. And it's going to, it's kind of like, I don't want to look at it because like there's things like I know I need to replace like two reels. I need to replace, I need, yeah. I need a lot of line. So it's like all I see is dollar signs right now. I'm just like, Ugh, not yet, not yet. 
Yeah, but that, that'll get expensive quick when you start getting into all that. Yeah, I've been getting all my fun spending out of the way before. Uh, you know, because I, I don't even want to think about what I'm about to drop on fishing line. Like, seriously, like <laughs> fishing line is the one thing that I hate paying for. I will so drop 20 bucks on a bait, 50 bucks on a bait, and I will not bat an eye and not feel bad about it. Every time I pay like 40 bucks for a roll of line, I'm like, this is stupid. There's no reason this do, stuff man. should be there, but I don't know. That's how but, you uh, the best of the best. Yeah, but I suck at fishing, so it's do it really like. <laughs> But uh, yeah, we got another great show. Uh, we we going straight to the top with this show. Uh, we brought in a, a returning <laughs> guest. We've had him on a, uh, a few times. I hadn't got to have him on in a while, but we are bringing in uh, one of our one of our buddies. I know me and you both know him real well. But the yeah. the newly appointed, I guess he'd be head director, main director. We'll see what his real title is. Uh, but director of the Bassmaster Kayak Series, Mister Steve-O, Steve Owens. What is up, brother? Oh, big daddy. Hey, how you guys doing? Thank <laughs> you. making it. <laughs> Heck yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know what my official title is. I guess I'm just the, the Bassmaster Kayak Series Tournament Director. Um, so, and I want to touch on something real quick. Garrett talking about getting organized or whatever. Man slings a frog and won 30 grand last year. You don't need any organization. You just need to make yeah, sure you keep that hook sharp. box. Yeah. Really? El Hollow, Bill of December. Live it from a frog. Yeah. Yeah, he happen. kills me with all the gear he buys and he is man you catch him on the water he's throwing a white frog and that's the only thing he had to bring with him like <laughs> that's it everybody else is like green pumpkin cinco you catch him anywhere in the world and he'll go catch a sturgeon or a frog or something that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's garrett yeah. for sure yeah i definitely called him a lot of species on frogs too <laughs> Well, Steve-O, uh, for anybody that doesn't know you, I mean, obviously we hit on the, uh, you're the new guy running the Bassmaster Kayak Series. Uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, contrary to the rumor, you aren't busy enough that you actually fish some too. So talk about it a little bit. Yeah, I, I'll just, I was uh, actually lucky enough last year I fished one national event, cash a check in it, the Hobie BOS and Chick. But uh, done. that's, that's, that's all the bragging I get to do. I missed the TOC by half an inch, Ooh. half an inch to Matt Ball, and uh, yeah. And, and as I got, and sadly, as I got through my reel of fish, I looked and see. I need readers because my <laughs> reading's a little fuzzy. I had a fish. I got, I believe I could have got you know that, that measurement. I know so oh. so that hurt my heart. But Matt Matt Ball deserves far more than I ever do. So. I wasn't too heartbroken about that. And then, you know, as you'd have it, I wouldn't have had to vacation to take off work anyway. So there we go. Yeah. I think you no, do man, enough for the kayak uh, world. They should have just given you like a, some kind of honorary. They, they should have just added one it. more spot in the TOC. Hey, I'll take charity, buddy. I'll take charity. <laughs> I'll take charity. That's it. That's why, I mean, I've got a, a gorgeous wife, in my opinion, because she's, she's, She's she got cataracts or something. I don't care. As long as <laughs> however you land it, that's all that matters. You know, if you both right. flip it or net it, as long as it gets in there, right? So yeah. <laughs> Words but, to live uh, by. Yeah. Oh man, anybody that that's kind of just getting into this that don't know me, I I've been in probably in this seven, eight years now. You know, we all have we got a, a grassroots trail on Lake Chickamauga, Tennessee Valley kayak anglers that kind of got us started in all this. And I really don't even know how. We had our classic year one. I had fished a couple of tournaments and, and the tournament director was having to step down. And 
I stepped in to run the classic. And and for those of you who don't know, I'm a pretty good fantasy football player. So I, I had several leagues. You know, they were all keeper leagues, you know, fake budget. You got to bid on players. You keep them a certain amount of time. So we had rosters. That's literally where I learned my organization skills was that fantasy football stuff. And these were all pretty high, high dollar entry fee leagues. And, and so I had already done that for about five or six years. So that I learned how to poke around on Excel. And I thought, well, man, I can I can surely run a tournament, you know. And, and so we did. And, and, I, and we did okay at it. And so we just grew that. And then I started – I uh, did the KBF trails on Chickamauga and Gunnersville for some time and and then um, just kind of kept growing our grassroots stuff. And, you know, TVKA, we would have, you know, events on Gunnersville. You know, we'd draw 80, 90 people. We'd partner with NACA. And then, you know, we did our cast club stuff. We'd start partnering with people. And, you know, we got popular. And, and I could be kind of funny. So everybody has a good time at the tournaments. And it kind of, you know, evolved into, you know, um, when Dwayne Wally and the other guys started the Bassmaster series, they reached out to me to help with that. And, you know, that pulled me into that. And then uh, this past year, you know, we got Tennessee and Georgia Bass Nation, you know, which is um, a fish in series for the Bassmaster series. You know, you make it to a state championship and then you can get to fish into the Bassmaster uh, kayak series championship every year. Uh, got that going and I did the, the Hobie College BOS series last year with AJ McCorder, which was a lot of fun. Uh, wasn't, there's not a ton of anglers in it because it's brand new and it was something we had to create. And, uh, then, you know, got, and, 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 and I had to step away for a little bit from the Bassmaster after year one. I just got so busy with everything else and just kind of trying to really just figure out what I wanted to do in my life, really. You know, because, I mean, I always had really, really good jobs and, and I grew up a clock puncher. You know, I punch clock every day, and, you know, stepping out and doing this kind of stuff. You're essentially becoming self-employed. And, and so, you know, my son and a few other good friends talked me into making that jump. And so, you know, uh, end of February before the uh, Tennessee Bass Nation Chickamauga event, you know, that'd be my last week at my nine to five and I'll just be doing this full time. So. I'm curious. Wow. Are you still doing all the fantasy football league stuff too? I not that in depth. I do. I had three or four leagues last year, but they were just redraft leagues. But this year, I just had the one. Uh, there's some some guys that we've been friends for you know forever that that we kept that league going. It's the Banquet Beer League, and and uh, and I went I went uh, sixteen and one this year, won championship. <laughs> Jesus. The only game I lost was by like <laughs> one point, one point, just because I forgot to set my roster. So, humble brag there. No, that's not a humble brag. I'm bragging about that. I'd brag <laughs> yeah, too. I Sixteen and one. Them. I yeah. smoked them this year. Yeah. You ain't gonna have a league next year because nobody's gonna want to play. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell, we may not. I hadn't made a payout yet. I forgot about that. I won, but there's still other people that win money too. So I got uh, Sixteen and one. I feel like you get all that money. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you, they, no you just, just no. Yeah. Y'all are out. Well, that's awesome. So, yeah. a, man, a man of many talents, many colors, a busy man. As long as I've known Steve, the question I've always had has been, how in the hell does he do all of it so effectively? Like, he's probably the most respected. And this is nothing against AJ. AJ's a fantastic guy and a really good tournament director. But everybody loves Steve-O. I ain't never met a person that can say a sour or bad word about him or anything he's running who's ever worked with him, including dugout. You do everything for the, or not everything. I mean, you do a lot of stuff for the dugout. I mean, your name is 
brings most of the anglers to it. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they're good and they deserve it, but I don't, I feel like if you weren't there, they probably wouldn't even consider it. Like, and nothing against dugout. It's just, you know, if you follow Steve O, there's greatness out there somewhere. There's, <laughs> there's good, good juju with it, you know? I, I gotta yeah, say, that, too, I, like, um, as sure. far as from a grassroots perspective, uh, you kind of set the bar for most grassroots directors in 100%. my mind, at least. Like, we all kind of aspire to be as good as you are at directing in the grassroots clubs. And that's about to, to happen on the national level now. Cause yeah, I was, I was there. Uh, I was there day one, the Bassmaster one. I was at the Logan Martin and you ran that one. And that was for that to be the first time the Bassmaster dipped their toes in it. I thought it went fine. Like it was, you know, we had that big auditorium and I mean, I, I feel like most everything went smooth. So yeah, a few fast little behind forward. the scenes hiccups, but yeah. yeah, yeah. You fast forward. What what was that? Was that 20, 2020? Man, I, I can't keep up with dates. I can't I even can't remember. Tell you how to make it through my subdivision. So it was just about <laughs> three or four years ago. Is what I say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere back in the past, but that's it. Yeah. So sit with with you taking over. Um. All right. Well, we'll. We'll go one way and then we'll we'll circle back around. So let's just talk about it right now. Uh, the schedule's been released for a few weeks. Um, did you know? I'd feel like that's a you know pretty good time frame as compared to you know in the past. Everybody's struggled yeah. with uh, and had words to say about Bassmaster having so much trouble getting their schedules out. But there is a lot of stuff that goes into it, and with Bassmasters being such a bigger brand, and there's so much other stuff going on. You know, I feel like. I feel like you getting this position is a much needed change because now someone that is focused on us on kayak fishing can make sure that these decisions that need to be made timely stay kind of high on priority lists. Uh, what kind of stuff can you touch on that? You know, what had to happen to make a lot of this, you know, go together. You've been working on it since, you know, early 2022, were y'all able to throw it together kind of quick? What's it, what's that process been like getting all this set up? Uh, well, for a little while, um, you know, Bassmaster was um, was reaching out to several different, you know, tournament directors in the kayak world because they, they understood, you know, um, for 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 whatever it took. You know, they were like, you know, we, we've been trying to essentially use our format sprinkled in with some kayaking versus uh, let's do kayaking sprinkled in with our name, our structure, our commitment and our integrity. And, uh, and, and so they, they made that commitment, you know, um, cause numbers will speak to you. And they, um, they started reaching out to several people and, um, you know, kind of oddly enough, I had, uh, you know, had, had kind of negotiated to do it. And then, I just looked at the overall picture of some other stuff I had on the hook and, and, and I had to see the other play out first. And, and then that, that ended up not being the best route for me. So um, I had, had reached back out and just kind of had had some conversations with Chris Bose. And um, really he was just asking me questions about what do we need to do to tweak this? What do we need to do, you know, to get our numbers back up? We've struggled, we're dipping bad. You know, we understand it because we, we we do this for a living. So we see, you know, things we need to see and we want to make it right. We want to fix it. So uh, we, we started talking about all that for a couple of weeks. And, and as I got to talking with Chris, I just kept getting this reassurance that, you know, man, this is this dude gets it, you know, and 
and Hank Weldon, you know, if y'all know, all know Trip Weldon, you know, legendary Bassmaster guy, and, and Hank's his son. And um, so I get to talking to them some, and I'm just, I was sold. I was like, this is it, you know. I'm not a huge establishment kind of person. I'm a little bit of a, I don't like rules kind of thing, you know. I don't like, you know, the alarm clock telling me what to do. But, you know, but I was just like, it just hit me. I got enamored with that culture, and then I started just, for once, looking into the history, because I didn't grow up bass fishing. I, you know, I like the Yankees and Packers. That's, that's you know, I want to play shortstop, you know, something like that, you know. Um, and so I grew up a sports figure, you know. I, I pan fished and crappie fished my whole life on nigger jack. So I, I get to digging into all this, and then I'm talking with Chris and, and, and some other kayakers, and I'm just like, man, this is, you know, this is something I want to do. So I sat down with my wife. Obviously, we prayed about it all and looked it all over. And I was like, is this something we can do? And she said, yes. But, you know, there's a lot of other conversations, but essentially if you leave your normal job, you'll be able to do this, you know, with your other duties that you have in the, in the industry, you know, and it'll, it'll make it comfortable enough for us to where I can do that. And so, uh, so I was able to do it, you know, and um, just the reassurances of it all, you know, I've kind of, went on and forgot the original question, but yeah. No, you know, this is actually great. Like it, the transition yeah. into it and why, and then when you finally made the big decision, was any of the 2023 scheduling already done or from your, no, did no, you have to take care no. of it from that moment you accepted it. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Yeah, so I went down, went over to the Pickwick event with them to sit out and meet with Chris, you know, face-to-face, get the vibe from one another. You know, and they were... Uh, John Stewart, you know, had had went away, so they're hiring a new Bass Nation president, uh, which wasn't in house yet. But Chris, you know, Chris is a vice president in the tournaments, and so uh, just had to meet and see if we really vibed like we did over the phone. So we hung out the whole weekend with Dwayne, and you know, the event went the way, you know, all the way and everything. And so I just, you know, it was just like sitting around with a friend, you know, and and understandable, you know, this man is is an authority figure, but I just had to make sure that you know. You got to be able to make sure that you can take orders from someone, you know, and seeing that he has all the integrity in the world. He's very smart, very experienced in this. You know, a quick story on him was he started, I think it was the New York Bass Nation chapter up there, and it blew up under his, you know, leadership. And it wasn't but a few years later, they moved him to Huntsville at the time, I think it was, and then on to Birmingham where the headquarters is. So um, he's just, he's got it. And so, you know, the reassurances of, we will let you guys uh, say that because I talked to all of you and then other people and put in that input into what we do. You know, you, you can get in there and you can dive in, you can move things around that you need to, you can edit it to make it kayaker, you know, to where kayakers will relate to it, you know, just whatever we need to do. And then so started digging in with that. And then come the evolution of me and uh, AJ and Chad working together to streamline all the rules but the big thing and, and, and the hardest thing is always a schedule. So here we are, you know, after the Pickwick event, there's no schedule. So, you know, I'm having to jump in 
and, and just start, you know, and thankfully, you know, networking is one of my strengths. So I started just reaching out to different people and, and, and got them all lined up somehow, you know, it, it, I was able to, cause AJ already had his schedule, which he shared with me so that I could work around it. Um, was able to deconflict almost everything that we could. And I wish I could write a book or share that entire experience of just how things literally <laughs> fall into place because I'm looking at putting an event here, but it's going to make you all travel over to here for your next one. And I'm just like, this is the only option I have. And then literally that evening I get a phone call from somebody else and it's like, okay, now we can deconflict by two weeks on the other side of the country kind of thing. And, and so all that went into work. And then, you know, I, I mean, I had it all penciled in. We had two contracts to get signed, had the schedule for all intents and purposes done the middle of October. But, you know, with some of these chambers, they're new to fishing. They're new to kayak fishing, especially. Sure, yeah. So, you know, my job is to sell you on, on us coming. And, and, and I did a good job there, I think. And so they committed, but then you have, you get into what they have to provide to host a tournament, you know, and, and insurance stuff, which is what we were hung up on our final event which literally got done today. I can't announce the location, but we'll have an official release next week. But everybody knows where it's at. You know, it's in the Northeast. So uh, it's a <laughs> river system that's going to be pretty amazing. Um, but it was a brand new chamber to, to what we do. So, you know, it takes, it took three weeks to educate and them understand that they could do it. Um, and then the insurance stuff come up and then you've got the holidays, people in and out. You know, emails take forever instead of just calling. So I was able to get people on the phone and then, you know, Bassmaster did their part in relaying information back that they needed, you know, and, and then, you know, it, it was finally, you know, it, it drug way, way long, but it literally because they changed their insurance and went out and got brand new insurance just so they could host kayak tournaments from now on. Wow. So, so thankfully That's that awesome. door's opened in that community. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with the schedule. I mean, all the lakes we're going to, I feel like are hitting in the right times of the year. Um, and then so, but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm so thing. excited that we're starting now in Gunnersville. Like me too, man. Gunnersville I can't fish I'm so dang excited. Yeah. Hey, uh, you at least got to get out there and fish before the event. I mean, I mean, yeah, you fish I'm get, I'm all the time anyway. So yeah. You live yeah. vicariously through us in that one. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'll uh, I want to get out there and pre-fish y'all. Say I'm just making sure you're being safe and whatnot. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I'm just keeping an eye on y'all, jacking five pounders. Hopefully, so they'll bite. They'll bite in a week. Don't worry about it. Yeah, that's one thing about Steve-O, too is he smacks on them in pre-fishing. I mean, he smacks on them in tournaments, but he's always yeah. got a really good pre-fishing story for you. Or you know, yeah, seven pounder that he didn't get in. Or <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, Marshall and them wear me out over that. I, I was one time I said I caught he, he couldn't I caught well, I had one on the line. I had my son on the phone. I just caught a phone with Lambert and, and, and Jay Wallen was talking, giving me crap because I used ten pound fluorocarbon to Texas rig on chip. And uh, I was like, dude, I've never had a problem. Never had a problem. Well, I felt a nick in my line, and I crossed the lake to get uh, to, to beat a storm. So I got under the trees. And then I was where I wanted to fish. And then I saw, I forgot to retie and I was throwing, you know, June bug speed worm and uh, a plum and, right. and it, it choked it. And, and it was, it was a double. It was. And I was like, it wouldn't fit in the back of that truck glass there. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> 
But it did. It, she was so big that I, I, I netted her four times, and she laid across the net. She wouldn't go down in it. And so finally I went to lip her and snapped that line when I pulled it up too far. But, yeah. So they, well, yeah, they, you're right. They, they get on me. Yeah, they get on me about these these stories, you know. I guess it makes them a liar, but uh, I don't. But yeah, if there's anybody yeah, so, that's telling you the truth, it's Steve. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, but it uh, yeah, yeah, it'll be a good time. And so you know, that's that's how how I ended up, you know, um, essentially asking again, you know, say, hey guys, I know we've already been down this road. We talked about it. It wasn't for me. You know, a few things have changed. You know, got my wife's Mac right, so she's gonna let me do this. So, uh, yeah. You know how that goes, but uh, yeah, and so they were like, "Man, hey, say no more, buddy. We we we'd like to have you." So that's awesome, and it's went great so far. Literally, I mean, it's just hey, whatever your general consensus of you guys' trusted field, plus your you know leadership opinion, you know you you know we'll do it. And so far, literally, almost everything that we've come up with has been okay, guys. That's what you think's best. You know, here's 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 the Bassmaster. Um, I don't know, outline we have to stay within. And, and so we have, so, and it's, it's worked really good so far. I, I'm excited. I love working with those people. Uh, it's a huge, you know, I'm pretty much a one man show. You know, I got Daniel Davis helps me with everything that I need and he's phenomenal. But when it comes to like booking and the sponsors and organization and all that kind of stuff, you know, I, I have to do that on my own. And it, by nature, that's kind of the way it is. There's one set of hands that can do it. Well, now when, when I'm contacting them about these things, you know, I, I have an email that has all of that typed up, you know, and GL, the, the Bass Nation president, you know, he's on the info sheets and the graphics and stuff. So, you know, it's, it's nice to have that kind of team like I have with Daniel on the Bass Nation stuff. Yeah. So with, uh, with the, you, you know, heading everything, is this going to make it, you, you're going to be at each of these events running the event? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Now on yeah. next year, the whole nine yards, I'll be at every one of them. Yep. That's awesome. No more, you know, that's that's one thing that I always not really I don't want to say I had a problem with, but it's just like it I felt like it always left room for for error when yeah. every one of the events had someone different running it. Because you I mean everybody runs a tournament different, you know? Everybody yeah, sets up for a tournament style. different. Yeah. So it I was like, Well, it doesn't just really flow that well. So that's it's that's cool to see that you're you're actually on top of doing everything else with it. You actually are going to be there running the tournament. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, that's what Bassmaster does it. You know, they have the same tournament director at the teams at the, the national mm-hmm, leagues mm-hmm. and college and this, that, and the other, they believe in it. it's pretty important. And, and in year one with it, with it, for the first couple of years with the kayaking, you know, that was kind of literally just because there was, you know, I mean, that's all you had. You know, John, so. Yeah. John and John Stewart was the, the tournament director for the nation um, the high school and one and the team series as well. So, I mean, he had three places he had to travel and then try to do this on top of that. So uh, it was kind of, you know, understandable that it struggled eventually simply because, you know, one person can, can't do it. And they, they didn't expect to have for it to be this kind of a load, you know, you know, and in hindsight, you know, it, it was, it was an honest mistake to be honest with you. It, it, you know, they don't, you know, they don't look at us as a graduation up to something else. They understand, you know, we, we're here for us and we have our own series and we're not looking to jump up into a boat or anything like that. They understand it, you know, um, they don't great. know it because it's new to them, but they respect it and they're, they're all in on it. So. 
Well, uh, so so moving forward, um, we'll we'll touch on a couple of things, and then we're still gonna hit on my circle to the ending questions. Um, so everybody in the kayak world knows, uh, or at least in the competitive kayak world, uh, saw that Hobie dropped a bunch of rule changes and some updates and stuff like that, and everybody got to hear about them. So first thing I want to do is I want to get your opinion on some of them, not not even from you as being who you are with Bassmaster, just like I like that idea for rule. I don't like this idea or this is why I would have done that. So uh Garrett, you've got some of the 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 rules wrote down. Yeah. Uh just run run off the first one and let's just get Steve O's thoughts on it. Just from you as like an from an angler. I mean you're an angler. You compete. You yeah. cash checks. What you think? Yeah. So and uh from what yeah I guess so what I understand you you had a little bit of input on some of these as well. Is that right? Well, yeah, we literally sat down together and went over every one of them and decided, you know, and in the end, there was nothing that any of us were concrete enough on that we wouldn't mesh together with. So we, we right. changed, you know, essentially all our languages for one another. So, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be awesome having a uniform set of rules and not having to remember what's different between series and all of that yeah there's very little very little um so i guess the first one that i saw on there was that you can only use pre-approved launches and well this is in the bos now uh, what are your thoughts on, on that and what what brought that to to be and is it is it something that you were heavy for, or is it something that was just kind of? So a lot of people don't look understand when you make a rule. It's not to single out anybody, but sometimes uh -huh. you have to make a rule so that it is easier for the director to be able to police what is happening legally, you know, all across the board. So sometimes a rule has to be brought in and just piss people off, just so that it makes it where everybody can play fair. So uh, what, what do you think about that specific set of rule? Uh, on the, on the, the launches thing, I, I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. Something like you, you essentially took the words out of my mouth on the part of, you know, rules aren't always made. Now, so, so there are things, actions that do happen that force you to create something or relook at something. But, but this one in particular, you know, uh, uh, Shane Williams mentioned the other night on KBN, you know, about that, about kind of like, hey, help take care of the TD a little bit. You know, a TD yeah. always gets lost in stuff, and that's okay. But, um, you know, you're no longer going to have to call a tournament director nonstop asking, can I launch here? Can I launch there? You're never going to have to worry about getting disqualified by launching somewhere ever again. So, you know, um, it does change the dynamics of some kayaking. You know, there's going to be some areas that you're going to have to be able to access, you know, on your own versus being able to drop in in certain areas um, because other associated rules are going to keep you from doing that. Uh, but this one, you know, everybody knows, you know, Benny uh, Queen City has done the, the launches for a long time. And I'm good friends with Benny, talk to him a lot. Mm -hmm. But uh, I talked to a lot of his anglers, too, and they all like it. They like it. There's and for no anybody grade. that doesn't know who he's talking about, uh, it's Vinny Ferreri who runs a uh, Queen City kayak bass fishing. Also, that uh, it, is it, trail. yeah, and <clears throat> they have they have huge huge turnouts their events, and everybody loves fishing with them. They they run a really good show up there. 
Yeah, you used to have Mountain State kayak anglers, West Virginia, and all that, where Matt Ball, Jody Queen, and all them came from, Jeremiah mm-hmm. versus. But you know, but Queen City, that's that's you know that you you know obviously Vinny started them as grassroots, and we mess with him, call it grassroots club, but it's not. I mean, he's turned that into a full fledged. It's a full fledged series. I mean, he's got regions yeah. now this year. Uh, he does a great job. You know, everything he does, <clears> you know, he's uh, he's he's very organized with it. So anyway, yeah, long story short, you know, they they've done it for a long time. Um, it's something that, you know, like you said, people look, you can look at something as an advantage or a punishment if you want to make it that way, but it's not, you literally are now handed a tool for yourself to be able to use. That's going to, you know, going to help you, you know, like Jordan Marshall brought a good point. You know, he's that guy that looks for that muskrat trail to launch out of, you know, and, and, and he's like, you know what, it it may cost me, but I'm glad, I'm glad now because no longer do you have to worry Am I launching on private property or public property? It stops me from having to spend literally an hour. I spent an hour and a half one tournament during the tournament now because I saw where a person was fishing and I gave them permission to use that ramp. And I was like, is that public or private? Now, I wouldn't have disqualified him regardless because I gave him permission. But still, it ate at me because I screwed up. I did something wrong. You don't need that. You all, you all run tournaments. You don't need that second guessing while you're trying to make sure you do your job so somebody can take home 200 to two grand, you know? Right. And so it, it, it's time. It's time. You know, people are like, well, the Jay Waller made up a good point last night. You know, people are like, well, that ain't kayak and this, that, and the other. Well, true. You know, but what we're doing is, what was it he said? There's kayak fishing and then there's fishing a tournament from a kayak. And, and, and this, is the evolution of what we're all going towards, I, I, I believe. And, and, and I've had a, because, yeah. I've had a change of heart on it because, you know, I was, you know, for me at the beginning, it kind of, it does, it takes it out of it for some of us. But it, if you look at it with an open mind, okay, now it's going to change my dynamic of my fishing. I've got to change how I do things. And then on the other end, I feel like it puts a real division between like a grass level event where the rules will probably always cater to traditional kayak fishing. And now you've, this helps make these national trails top tier, like real pro level, like you're following pro rules, pro entry fees for pro money. You know that there has to be that little bit of a division. And I'm, I've, just over the off season, I've flipped my my thought on it because I, I mm-hmm. kind of didn't like the thought of it. But and now a lot of it is people are probably thinking, too. It's like, OK, only uh, approved launches. Someone had mentioned that to me. Well, like, well, what if they only approve four launches? OK, they're not going to put <laughs> 225 guys on four boat ramps. Okay? Yeah, let's put some common sense in with that, too. Right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like they're going to make sure that what they're allowing is going to spread everybody out so that I mean, it's, I can't explain it. It's like you said, it's common sense. It's yeah, they are not like literally just sticking it to us. Like, yeah. yeah, with any change that, like, like literally neither of us have been able to have a sit down. And this isn't even the official one. And we can have one after the fact. I don't mind it at all. But once yeah. the rules are out, there's going to be talking about it because it's a brand new. So we're not going to put out rules and have you guys reading it and being like, what does this mean exactly? I mean, you know, we've done this for a while. So, you know, it, it, it's, I mean, you know, yeah, but it's, it's, it's nature. It's human nature. We're men, we overreact. 
So we, we, you know, we're, we're there's a truth. You don't hear most men in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, are yeah. well, competitive things. We overreact. <laughs> that's right, man. And we, we, we knee jerk over everything. And then it's like, ah, and then you're like 30 seconds into a conversation with somebody. You're like, yeah, man, he's, he's all right. Yep. He's right. So, yeah. <laughs> For sure. I feel so, like I've uh, kind of conditioned myself to to follow this pre-approved uh, launch because I've always been scared of launching somewhere that's that I'll get disqualified for. Uh, but I still and I got that little bit of outlaw in me. Like, yeah, I'm like, tell me I'm wrong. Like, you come like like in my whole thing with the you. Drew thing was like, all right, you come with me. Like, yeah. let's go look. Don't just tell me on the yeah. map. Let's go prove it. Like. <laughs> Keep talking. I'll grab my battery charger. Yeah, man. Well, uh, yeah, I, I feel like I've always, I like to try to find those off the wall places still, but from a public well-known launch. So, well, and, and like Steve default, said, I'm it basically doing that. It's taken the guesswork out of it, which I appreciate. Yeah. Cause like when I fished the Bassmaster on Pickwick two years ago, it was like, I could have done an, a launch one way, and maybe been disqualified. So it forced me to try it, you know, an yeah. off the wall way. And it actually like opened my eyes to like, Oh, this area is easily accessible the opposite <laughs> way. So it I does. It, it really opens it up. Options. I never do. I fish with some but, backwoods boys that like to like <laughs> talking about like Cody Milton falling off cliffs and him and yeah. Russ. That's the kind of folks I fish with around here. So I'd rather make that, Five and a half mile run or whatever I've got to do to launch from Yuck. public well, ramp. I, I can do that now. We got that, that the motor life going, so that's right. Yeah, I'm be my motoring and kicking to get as fast as I can get somewhere. Garrett probably kicks more than he motors, which blows my mind. Like you got that whole setup with live scope. You don't use the live scope, and you're always kicking. Like more, know, more on the you carry too much you. crap. <laughs> so uh go on to the next rule uh so another one they got here is not being able to communicate with anyone during fishing tournament hours uh including other participants in the event so so basically uh, no no on the water communicating about about fishing in the, the tournament yeah so like what's specific to the event i mean if it's an emergency i guess obviously do you, you got to be able to do that? But do we think that? And, and obviously, y'all have talked about this. So for me, coming at it, Steve, has it been a problem to where this has had to come to be? Like, I mean, I feel like I don't ever call anybody while I'm on the water. Like straight up, I've got yeah. plenty of buddies in the tournaments. <laughs> I don't care how you're doing. I'm trying to beat you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shoot, man, I talk. I run my mouth all day long. <laughs> I do. I talk now, and that's just. I mean. Because, you know, it's for us, that's part of the fun, you know, is I'll talk to Sassy Dan, I'll talk to Lambert, I'll talk to Cooth, you know, I'll talk to just whomever. I mean, you know, somebody yeah. come into town I hadn't seen in a while and, and we're talking and, and we do, you know, you know, we talk about what we're doing. And um, so I don't think you're always going to hear stories. I haven't experienced in anything that I've read where people are like such and such called somebody and this and that and the other. They drove. 74 miles, you know, 100 miles an hour, jumped in, and they called a limit because whatever. I have, however, heard people say 
you know, me and Jimmy and Garrett were fishing together, and I took off and he sat in the other. Garrett called me, and he was on them. He did this and this, so I loaded back up, went over there. Hmm. Yeah, nothing wrong with it because there's no rule against it. But I feel like for the sanctity of growing your tournament series, that that's something that needs to be eliminated because it is a truth that can happen. I don't ever want to be quoted as saying, we're trying to make this like the Bass Boat Series. However, they, you know, even the, the Bass Nation here in Tennessee and Georgia, you don't, you can't communicate with another competitor, you know, about the fishing. You're there to fish for the day. So I feel like this year we're at a weird point where we're, we're trying to keep the fun grassroots all fuzzy warm in your heart feeling, but we understand where we're at. It's 200 anglers in these, some of these Hobies, you know, and, and there's thousands and thousands of dollars and not everybody are buddies and pals. So they don't want to hear us how we thumped them because the three of us fish together. So it's, it's, it's a necessary thing I do, even if it's not a problem. Yeah. That is something that I can This is say not I like heard. the college gambling ring back in the day, you know, <laughs> the 90s, whatever. Yeah. Like it's just, I mean, this is, you know, just keep it real, you know. We, but we, we, it's something that I could see where people, you know. And, I and, have and again, guess what? It takes aggravation away from the tournament director. That's right. Yeah, that is right. True. Less shit for you to call me and bitch about, folks. <laughs> That's the whole reason we did all of these. Really <laughs> stuff, make our lives easier. Yeah, hell you got a lot of plate, so. Yeah. yeah. You gotta, you gotta uh, simplify it somehow. How, what, how is that police just through like polygraph? I mean, like if there's an accusation, award, I mean, yeah, are you surprised? Somebody say, hey man, let me look at your phone, that kind of thing. So, you know, and you know, okay. most rules in about everything, yeah, like what well, most rules in about everything aren't enforceable. Like I can pull it up on my laptop and find it out. You know, it, it is, you know, our sport is an honor system to an extent. And, that's why I believe, you know, when, when it happens, then, you know, you, you got to lower the boom on that penalty, you know, when it's when it's something malicious. A rules infraction is different. You know, if you launch and a man call you, you call and say, dude, I took off. My white light wasn't working. This guy told me about it. I'm going to say pull over, pull over, pull back over to the bank, you know, FaceTime me. Let me see that you're on the bank. When it gets good and light, you can take back off. You know, this that's don't don't ruin a man's entire tournament over something like that. A battery, like Italy. Down, yeah. You know, yeah. You know, so. And we've we've got a lot of good people in our. I mean, I, I go back to to Jody Queen disqualifying himself for forgetting to put his PFD back on when he stopped. Like, that takes a real honest person to. I mean, because he was doing good in that tournament, and yeah, he was like, "Oh, I made a mistake." I'm sure he could have called the tournament director and been like man for the last hour and a half I, my bad like i can go ahead and quit for the day and we can call it good with what i'm at whatever and he removed himself from the tournament like just standout guy um and we, we got a lot of people like that in our our industry which is what makes kayak fishing so much better than that boat world crap because most of those guys hate each other <laughs> so yeah um so, i feel like it's kind of going towards establishing potentially like an elite series for kayak anglers if that makes any sense like oh yeah i mean uh, that's what everybody wants is it to get to that real pro money level and things like this have to happen i mean you you can't we can't be giving out a hundred thousand dollar winnings at a grassroots style event be cool if you could (laughs) but 
five minutes after that check's cut, someone's going to be like, oh, he was cheating. Oh, he was I doing saw him in my mom's pond. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's all the time. And something people fail to, to even because people don't read, they don't use literary skills. Um, you know, when you see an infraction about every tournament series, it states in there, you, you, you need to report it. You know, and I, I don't like snitching, can't stand it, can't stand snitching. It's not snitching if you're fishing a tournament and you report an angler that's cheating because that if, if you don't if, if i don't call jimmy and say i saw garrett you know throwing two umbrella rigs one out of each arm and he's snagging these fish then i'm essentially saying i'm okay with garrett stealing money from all of my friends and myself in the tournament so yep. you know you you have to speak up you do um if you don't then you know you you know how quickly people quit fishing tournament series if they hear of cheating and stuff oh yeah that's and, and, not, and it doesn't even have to be a tournament director excusing it. It could just be it not being addressed. You know, we've all screwed up. You know, I mean, I, I've literally before first cast lines in what I'm gonna call this one. I made a cast and I was like, oh no, it's not time. So I bombed it to the bank. I bombed <laughs> it to the bank and let it sit. Yep. And then when tournament started, I popped it and reeled it in. Yeah, well, don't be surprised I, if you catch me out there next year with my dual umbrella rigs. I want to see that. I want to see what kind of man it takes to swing two A rig rods at one time. I want you to do it with a cigar <laughs> hanging out of your mouth. Like, you know, <laughs> gun belts, yeah, gun belts crossing. Yeah. Oh my god, Garrett could pull it off. That would be awesome. He did. He could. He's freakishly strong. I can just um, imagine it getting hung on each other, trying to cast it and just oh, losing well, No, no you're busy. Yeah, you're busy carving behind you and your life jack or your, yeah. one of your rods. Be like, yeah, one stuck in a motor, one stuck on a flag. Oh, just yeah, chaos. nightmare. <laughs> um, so that's that's cool. I, I definitely want to talk about that because that's one that I just I talked about it. We had a rule show middle of the year last year, and I just didn't understand that it had got to the point where the communication was such a, you know, a thing that needed to be addressed, but I, I totally get it now. And I'm curious like to see what happens. I feel like there will be an accusation at some point that it happened yeah, since yeah. It, after it becomes a rule. So I'm just curious to see what happens when it happens, how it was taken care of, which I know y'all will take care of it. I've just, I don't know. I just kind of want to see how it works. But, uh, I feel like it's kind of leveling the playing field for people that don't have like a that giant network. Yeah, yeah, network of like, the way it so was explained to me see. one time was kayak fishing seemed very clicky, like high school clicky. Yeah, and I was like, I, I get that, but I mean, get better at fishing, I guess. Have more friends. <laughs> shit, I don't know. <laughs> um, so the next rule that I got wrote down right here probably the one that i'm the most excited about and again folks that are listening we're reading off the hobie bos rule changes bassmaster has not released their official word on this um but everybody knows these two guys are really close friends so you know make your speculations there but the three week off limits period leading up to event i'm so excited about that i that's probably been my biggest complaint is like i went down to florida for uh, it was a KBF event and find out that some of those anglers have been there for a month. Like bro, you know, sunshine's on jackass every once in a while. I could figure any lake out in a month. Like I came down with three days. How am I going to compete with that? And that's what kind of killed everything for me last year. It was like, I can't go to these high level events and compete with these, 
people that are doing it full time and can spend that many weeks, you know, on one body of water. Um, I think most people in general are going to be a okay. And, you know, I really appreciate that rule. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on that, Steve? Uh, for me, um, I'm okay with it. I, I can't explain why, but I, I like the three day, but I mean, you know, I understand the three day can exclude, you know, and, and here's the thing. No one knows who, who pre-fishes what, you know, they're, I don't know how many people fish Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, how many people fish Tuesday, Wednesday, how many people fish the weekend before, you know, but what I do know is seven days, Saturday to the, to Friday, that's pretty inclusive. It, it allows you, my, I'll just tell you how I pre-fish. I fished, you know, Hobie Lake Seminole twice. Um, and every time I had to, I laid out of work on a Friday or laid that or drove down on Friday, me and Cooth or me and Daniel. And we got down there, 10, 11, Justin Patrick, uh, you know, I met him at the TOC. No, met him at a cast state championship. So, so I put out there, hey, I'm going down to Seminole. I don't, he and I hadn't even met. We just knew each other. So we got a room together. I got into town 11 p.m. He got in about 11, 10 p.m. And we stayed there the whole weekend, pre-fished. And, and funny story, come tournament time, we show up at the same places. We didn't even pre-fish together. But, <laughs> but uh, so anyway, um, so that's what I would have to do. I would go down and fish, you know, Saturday and then most of the day Sunday and then drive back six, seven hours. And I did that three times actually for the first one because I loved Seminole so much. You know, I just, I don't know, I just love it. And uh, and that was the January, February time frame. I mean, it was it was that first one when it was cold, cold, and uh, I loved it, man. It's uh, it was a good jerkbait lake for me, umbrella rig, and so. Uh, but that's how I pre-fished for everything. You know, um, is I have to do it the weekend before, or if it's close enough, I'll slide down on a Tuesday if it's Guntersville or something. And, and it's after work. I get about three hours and I'm just there because mentally I feel like I just prepared myself, whether I catch anything or not. I got on the water. I know what color it is. You know, I just, that's just, just I have to have that. And so yeah. um, another thing to it is, is if, if there is a three day and you've got 205 people in a tournament, you literally just put all of them on there for three days. So hopefully. That's a valid point. You know, yeah, hopefully 40 of them fish the weekend before. Some of them can only do Friday. And then there's big money tournaments I didn't even get to pre-fish for. I just showed up and fished because I wanted to do it. And so, I mean, you're, you're going to be able to have arguments for all of it. But in the end, for me, kind of going with the seven-day, I was okay with because I don't want to say, no, we're three days. We're not changing. And then you fish a Hobie on Seminole. You know, and then turn around and fish, um, you know, Possum Kingdom in June. And now you're disqualified because you pre-fished on Monday because you could do it in the Hobie. You know, I don't want to have right. to disqualify somebody for that. Yeah. So that's that important to me. That it's like, you know what, man, we're, we're trying to get on the same page here. This is year one of it. And so, you know, we can always tweak it. Uh, somebody made a post, Keith Martin, and it was so awesome. Dan Sassy Dan chimed in and said, you know, Jay Wallace said, that's the that's it right there. Like uh what was it? He, he said, pre-fish Saturday, Sunday, take three days off, and then pre-fish 
Thursday, Friday. That yeah. handles both of it. Great idea. Great idea. And so, and Daniel was like, don't tell him that because Keith's never had a good idea in the life. So, <laughs> um, yeah, Keith Mark's a good buddy of ours. We enjoy fishing with him. Grumpa, Grumpa. But, uh, but yeah, that's how I feel about it, man. It's just, I'll be honest with you, you can say advantage, and, and Brandon Pollock says, when you say someone has an advantage most of the time, and again, there's no way to prove the catchphrases, there are a lot of, and then most of. You can't prove those points so but to continue what Brandon Pollock said he said anytime someone mentions advantage it's typically followed by an excuse so he said that's all it is valid you say somebody's got live scope guess what I've got live scope only thing I can catch on live scope is a damn perch you know I can't catch a live scope you know yeah Yeah. and so but I want to learn it and the reason I want to learn it is because it's a it's a tool that that if you master it, you know, like I live on Chickamauga. Every day when I drive across the dam, there's the magic hump out there that the BFLs, the major league, all the guys have won so much money on. And you can't get to it certain times of year. But I would like to go to it all the time, live scope it. And if I see three fish, I'm gonna back up and I'm gonna throw a rig on them until they finally bite, you know. And they will. That's one thing I found about an umbrella rig. If you can scan fish. You may sit there an hour, but if you keep throwing through there, something's going to bite it eventually. I don't, I, I, and I'll say, you know, I'm, I don't turn to fish <laughs> a lot, but I'm a very good umbrella rig fisherman. And uh, that's, that's, that's I, probably I, one of my favorite ways to fish other than jerk bait. I picked it up again after a long time last year and yeah. I actually made myself fish with it. I, I kept it with me all year and blew my mind how effective it is just about any time anywhere yeah. like you just like you said if you're willing to blow your shoulder out and throw that bad boy all day <laughs> you're gonna catch fish with it yeah yeah and I, I found i found you know it, and like you know a lot of the techniques it's it's all about the fishing rod i found a one a rod in particular that it's it's no effort i throw the big harvester rig from hog farmer mm-hmm. all day long on it and it, I got no fatigue. It, I it need just that catapults it. It catapults <laughs> it. it. It's Shimano uh, Poison Adrena. They're they're about three hundred and seventy bucks, but you can find deals all the time. You can find them used on the Shimano pages for around 200 250 bucks. That is the rod I would spend the money on because it literally, man, I'm telling you, I've got a Tranks two hundred on it with twenty pound copolymer, and I fished an entire winter and caught over hundred fish. And, and I fish it with light wire hooks so that I can straighten them out and I don't lose my rig. Yeah, um, smart. Because if I if I try to use a lure retrieval, I'll end up dead floating in the water. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> That's how I feel that about that damn thing. Even in a 360, I couldn't do it. I can't do it. Um, and so those people are wizards or something. But but uh, but that that umbrella rig, you know, that rod in particular, and I, and I, I you know, hog farmer put a, uh, you know, a go, arguably, you know, the best umbrella rig you can buy. Uh, he lives here, uh, right up the road from my house. We're good friends with him, and he he showed me his YouTube videos where he put a microphone on an umbrella rig on braid, mono, and fluorocarbon. And when you put that on braid, you you frog fish, you know what it sounds like. You put that underwater, you want it, it's a it's bad, bad. You throw yeah. it on copolymer, fluorocarbon. There's little no. The only noise is the noise disturbance from the baits, which is what you want. You don't hear that that braid in there, and it's different, you know, because hmm. 
And it's not a thing. And like he said, he's like, I don't care what you throw it on. You can throw it on Bray and in gin clear water because they're biting a coat hanger. Yeah. They're essentially biting a coat hanger. So your line's <laughs> not going to deter them from biting that baby. He yeah. said, but that braid noise, he said, I, I know good and well that braid noise makes a huge difference. So I started using copolymer and I fished that entire year on that one knot and it never broke. Wow. Well, we like giving everybody the hot little, uh, yeah. the juice and tips and tricks on here. And that was a good one that probably yeah. wasn't expected. And was cheap too. Yes, yeah, it you is. You were mentioning yeah. fluorocarbon, uh, you know, Yozuri, Yozuri, you know, I'm a cigar guy, but you know, if you, if you don't use the, the basics, you know, and you don't want to spend yeah. 40, 50 bucks on a spool, that Yozuri stuff at Academy is good dog online. Yeah. That's fluorocarbon. It's good stuff. Well, I actually use the cheaper one. It's nine bucks for 300 yards. Oh, yeah, especially for too. moving baits if, if you're crankbaiting anything like that dude that line is is the way to go i mean you you can use it for texas rigging it does stretch a little more so like if you're using a heavier power mm-hmm. rod you'll be perfectly fine using it for texas rigging but if it's if it's something where you want to do your scientific approach then i wouldn't use it but yeah for, for yeah. everything man. else man just yeah if, it, if the knot stays and it don't break i'm in so that's it yeah it does. <laughs> Well, hell yeah. Uh, so go ahead, going Gary. back to this uh, three, the off limits period. So we got a little sidetracked there. Uh, I was kind of thinking that it kind of caters to like the weekend warriors and the guys that can dedicate them their time to this. Uh, the off limits. That, like, yeah. The off limits time periods. Uh, so I, giving it a week out so you can include that weekend so that the guys that have to work and all of that. Can yeah, I? for guys that have to take that approach like Steve does, um, mm-hmm. hit the weekend and, you know, maybe not get to hit the water till you know, tournament day. Uh, yeah. That definitely, uh, I feel like it, it it caters to both people where you can't complain about it. Like, I'm giving you seven days and I gave it you three weeks there where nobody was on it beating it to death. So, yeah. What else can you? Well, well four, 14 days because because the the twenty one days is the start of right, yeah. So so you got fourteen days off limits, seven days of official practice. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, the the one key difference is is Bassmasters. I go ahead and tell you, it, it'll be twenty days instead of okay. twenty one. Reason being, I have a tournament on Gunnersville, the <laughs> the rattle trap, you know that deal okay. and that came out before this schedule was set so i was like guys i i, I, can't, I gotta have 20 days so <laughs> i gotta yeah, do it said, okay we'll keep it consistent across the series it'll be 20 days so yeah do you think leave it to me as use it. potentially like there is a let's just say an elite series for kayak fishing where you can't really be a weekend warrior to do it do you think that that off limits period will stay for that and not be as inclusive or I think an elite tournament series, if that's what we want to call it, it it literally is set up where we can where you can't do it because you're having to commit yeah. to five permits one percent. You know, you gotta pay your interest fees up front. So you're not going to be able to include that person, most likely. You might have yeah. the occasional person that, you know, that's off days, you know, are where they can do it, or they may have another vacation. Tons of vacation but, but time. It, it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's going to eliminate or work from home people. You know, those people yeah. can be blessed, believe it or not. And so, but yeah, they uh, so yeah, you're right. But and, and if that happens, then I truly feel like it would probably mirror, uh, you know, 
what a boat side does. Because if I ran it, and I don't know what what are the Bassmaster Elite rules? You know, do they can they fish a lake at all if it's on their schedule? They they can. Um, well, no, that was Major League Fishing. So no, I don't know. I know Major League Fishing yeah. can. Uh, I think they have month a month off limits or yeah. something like that. Yeah. And I know that for fact because like Dustin Connell, after he won Cayuga, he went to Malax, fished Malax for a month, and then they took a month off and then the event came to Malax. I mean, I mean he was openly okay. talking about it. Uh Bassmaster though, I'm not sure. I'd have to check it. But but to what Garrett's saying, I feel like that's what makes an elite level event. It is paying all these tournament fees up front, committing to the entire series, you know, there's factors there that can change things, but way more strict rules. And yeah, you know, I mean, all, all that I canceling, not canceling out, excluding the weekend warrior to be able to fish that tournament is what makes it elite level on top of maybe having a qualify to get into that, le- that, that series. But I would think when we get to that going to more like the boat side does things, is necessary and can't really be argued. You know, it, yeah, they've done it for years and it works. Like, yeah, you don't hear the bass boat guys complaining about that. You hear the bass boat guys complaining about being broke. Well, don't spend a hundred thousand dollars on a boat and $200 on gas every five minutes. And that shit doesn't happen. But, uh, yeah, I hate the word. I hate the phrase life's all about choices, but that truly is one right there. Yes, it is. (laughs) True. True. So we, we hit uh, on a few of the rules. Did you have any other ones you wanted to hit on, or uh, the other ones are not not as major, I think, as some of these ones are. But um, I mean, the, I think I kind of think this one is like more of the David Dudley rule that they had to make in the Bassmaster, where you can't alter the landscape anymore. Uh, so no, I didn't think you could to begin with. I didn't know that wasn't a rule. Yeah, well, you, you like right now as it stands, if if, if you know. I'll be careful here. It, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's reasons we do these things, okay? Yeah. So there, there's, there's, there's situations that can happen and probably happened in the past where, you know, people live on a lake and and they know where the juice is and and they know that you can't get to it a certain time of year, so they go and they do things that are legal, you know, because you know you're not violating land management laws or whatever yeah. um, so that they can access an area or oftentimes in the boat world around here uh, where you can exclude people from getting into an area. So, um, and then the day before a tournament, they go back and they make it all magically clear so that they can get into it. You know, I've experienced that in, in, in my limited boat experience here. So Jesus. Um, that that's, yeah. That's so, hardcore stuff. <laughs> Yeah, and then there's been kayakers that have modified the things to get where they wanted, and and it totally just goes out of the realm of, you know, you're 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 running to a grass mat on Gunnersville. I mean, how many? Dude, I fished multiple tournaments where I never got in the main body of water. I I, I launched at the at the at the boat ramp. I got to my spot. I got in the middle of a grass mat. It's four foot deep, three foot deep, one foot deep, and I stayed there for eight hours. I never got out of that grass mat. Yeah. that's different that that's not you know so you you can you can that's why you know hobie didn't have a push pole in their language they just mm-hmm. didn't you know push polling is not 
you know, climbing over structures and sunken chicken houses or whatever. Push poling is you standing up in your kayak and either using your paddle. You know how we do? We, we just hold yeah. on to the end to do this. Or you use a push pole so that you're quieter. You know, it's not, you know, superhuman strength going across shoals. That's not what push poling is. I, well, I used to bring other a, a, a subboard sub paddle with me to... That's the yeah. same concept where it has the handle on yep. the end. And, yeah. Yep. I found one uh, on Lake Chickamauga here. Me and Cooth were fishing one night. And there was three of them laying there at the ramp. So I kept them in my truck that summer because I go yeah. there all the time and never ran into any more sup owners. So I kept them. So, yeah. <laughs> I got two really, really good ones. Yeah. Yep. And so that that's what that that's what that is. I mean, it's not, you know, like there's a, if you, if you get, you know, if you're fishing, I don't know where something popular, you know, you're, you're fishing. All right. There's, there's an area in Chester Frost Park. Everybody fishes it. So you're going to be fishing shallow and you're going to run yeah. into uh, a mud strip, a little bar. All right. And when you bump into that bar, you can back yourself off of it and you can go two miles to the left, three miles to the right and go around and get in and fish. Okay. When you hit that bar, you can't go over that bar into that water. You're going to have to go where you can float over into it. Yeah. Pretty basic and simple, you know, so it's not. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's just, you know, but, but those, there are a lot of people that don't experience that. Like there's people that literally all they ever get to fish are rivers. So they don't understand some of the things. And that's where, you know, the, the, the hardest part about tournament directing and actually the part I enjoy the most is the educational part. I like talking to new people yeah. that don't know something and helping them understand it where they're like, Oh man, I get it now, you know? Uh, but that's very labor intensive. So that's why, you know, we want to make sure you know, we were able to go on to as many of these podcasts as we can. Yeah. It's uh, like kind of to one of the points you brought up earlier where, this is kind of somewhat taken away from what kayaking is, I guess, where yeah. we're able to access these waters that bass boats and stuff can't get to. But from a tournament perspective, it takes all of that questioning out for any kind of director and kind of evens the playing field for right. everybody. And, there, and there's yeah. still parts of it that, like, you can, like, if you go back off Steve's example, you could probably run up and down an area like that. And depending on water level, you might find that perfect little spot that allows you to float in versus that whole trip. The thing that I'm take out like half my tackle and leave it. You'll never get in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Garrett's not getting in there, but um, he's fishing out of a sun dolphin for this tournament because he can get in and out. You know, I mean, that's, that's going to change strategies. Craig Dye uses that strategy. Everybody, I love Craig Dye. One of my, you know, he, he's one of the people that have helped me more than about anybody in this sport. You know, Craig was tournament director far before me, you know, arguably, you know, the most successful kayak club, you know, in Tennessee is KBFTN that, that he got rolling. And uh, Craig's been a huge help to me, you know, and, and he's not all vocal out there all the time, but I talk to him about a lot. And, and he literally uses a couple different kayaks for tournaments for, for certain reasons. And that's smart. You know, Jim Ware does the same thing. Yeah. And I think Drew Gregory does too. He brings like a whole yeah. yeah there's a lot of people that do it. Yeah. With him. yeah, yeah. These scientific, brainy people like like Riser and Russ and Ware and Drew yeah. and Craig, and they're just like, 
I'm like, man, I just do good to get out of the dang truck. <laughs> you know, and here these guys have got scenarios figured out that I didn't even know existed. So Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. Freaking a bunch of rain men running around in kayaks. You, you realize where you stand. You realize where you stand in the fishing world when you sit down and talk to Russ and uh, Riser. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, take technical to a whole nother level. Yeah, you're just like, <clears throat> God, I suck. <laughs> like i just i'm not you uh anymore uh that kind of somewhat covered this last one that i had on here was being able to float through like legal water like scooting and pushing is not considered like if Floating. your boat's dragging the water you're not getting into legal water anymore right yeah yeah i think i'll, that I'll, very I'll touch on that one when you when you see my rule i've expanded just a little bit on portaging now i'll let you guys read it when it comes out but yeah uh, but you know we're we're not reading the wheel we're not looking to isolate anyone from doing what they enjoy doing it's like what you just said a moment ago you know that i quoted jay wallen loosely on was you know yeah. we, we there's there's some things that we have to start doing because if we don't you know, the constant finger pointing, you know, this, that, and the other, you know, it's just, it's, it's exhausting and you can't run. You're not going to be able to run an event the way it needs to be ran, you know, because when we go to the awards and check in and stuff, you guys deserve to be celebrated, you know? Yeah. And if someone's just done mentally exhausted, you know, I used the term the other day, I forgot it, you know, you're at the highest level of festivity, you know, you're, you're not going to do a good award show. It's going to be like, Hey Garrett, here's Jimmy, here's your check. All right. See you later. All right, hey, F hey. Off. <laughs> you know, yeah, an, another so. thing to look at about it is these roles are going to help take away that banter. Like you're talking about and the finger pointing, which is going to help the sport continue to grow because I've heard from a lot of outside looking in people you know, well, it seems like everybody's always after each other or yep, seems like there's nothing but negativity there. Well, if you take what other people are saying and seeing not in the industry, you know, the people that are like running Bassmaster or see that. Why do they want to put their name on something that's just a bunch of people whining and complaining? And they're definitely never going to give, you know, a, you're not going to gain that access to the money that can be had to put right. back into our sport if it's just everybody against each other and it's all the negativity negativity. And I've said it for the last year. You can go back to any podcast I've done that. We talk about this gets brought up. That is what has killed competitive kayak fishing for me on the higher level was, you know, too much time on the water for everybody. Cause there was no rule against it and all the negativity. It's like you're, you could do good at this tournament and fish your way and then completely get razzed for it because you weren't on the main body of water even though you follow the rules and that stuff, it's like, why should I even do this? And that's what killed it for me. So I, I am personally excited a lot more than I thought I would be. I thought I'd hate a lot of these rule changes. I think it's fantastic because it's going to take away. I mean, but you know, there's just people out there who love to piss and everybody's Cheerios. So there'll still be some bull crap that comes up, but a lot of it's headed off now. And I think that that's just great for, you know, the national kayak scene as a whole. And yeah, I can't I wait to really like the direction this is going. Yeah. It's yeah. The biggest thing I'll share is and I had this conversation with two of the more successful anglers one year. Um, and, and they were, they were in a tournament, you know, elsewhere and they had a question and, 
and so I don't have a, affiliation with this term it's used, but you know, they were like, what do I do here? I said, well, the first thing you always do is you call your tournament director. You know, granted, I'm, I'm a resource because I, I love everybody and you're all my friends and I have a good time talking with you. And But I mean, you know, so I'll, I'll help answer anything general. But the first thing is, is, look, you you need to call that tournament director and ask them. And, and the thing was, was that person had went by somewhere. I can't even remember the specifics of the, of the two. So I'll just talk about the one. But, you know, something had happened and they're like, what do I do here? Am I going to disqualify for this? Am I going to get qualified? I said, no, that's not the spirit of that rule. But now having said that, I'm not your tournament director. So call that person. And, and so they did, you know, and, and so we talked after the fact. They came through and stayed at the house. And so we're talking about it. And they're just like, man, I get so nervous. It's like everybody watches every tournament. Like I've seen times when the top one, two, or three get get talked about how good everything was for three, two, three, four minutes. And then however long, weeks and weeks and weeks is about somebody that was way wherever doing something that, that wasn't right or they did it incorrectly, not even necessarily on purpose. That's all that got highlighted, you know. Um, and so, uh, but I told the person, I said, one thing you have to look at from now on, and you just have to accept that this is how competition is. I'm not talking about kayak fishing. I'm not talking about any certain crowd of people. I'm talking about competitiveness stuff, period. Yeah. Every time something happens, ask yourself, it, am, I, am I going to get in trouble for this? Don't let that fear consume you. But but question everything. You know, we always have to question everything or you get led down, you know, to the, the, the coke oven somewhere. So um, I told that person, you know, always look at that and ask yourself, you know, um, and if you have a question, call that tournament director. If you have to talk to him 15 times that day, you know, we're on the clock, you know. And, yeah. and so and then what you also do is now you're educating yourself so that you don't have to ask that ever again, you know. So 100 point. Yeah. So we've made it up uh, on the juice tonight. Ah, oh, dude, that's why I love having Steve on. It's never a bad conversation. <laughs> um, so we've made it back full circle around. We hit the rules, um, you know, which definitely wanted to touch on. I can't wait to see the official release and statement of that, as well as the official release of the last date and everything that you locked in. But coming back to how we'll end the show, you know, Steve, you've always been somebody with big vision and, you know, like you said, you love networking, you know, everybody and you are the guy that can get things done. What, what is your, your vision and your goals for the Bassmaster Kayak series now? Like we know, you know, working together with the other trail series and all that, but for Bassmaster, do you want to see it on us getting more coverage on like TV or, you know, I really hope you're like number one's better awards at the classic. I want to see I need some, they need to let you do that. I need enthusiasm. I need some dudes freaking yeah. out, you know, um, but you don't need somebody ever going to throw up because they're nervous though. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, happy. Uh, but what, what, what's, what's your, your plans, goals, visions? What is it? Anything you can, you uh, can or want to talk about? Yeah. I don't care. I'll give you, you know, my short version, hopefully, but, uh, with the juice, um, you know, number one is to make sure that, you know, everything we run is done as perfectly as we can get it, um, you know, done with integrity, treat everyone the exact same. 
um, communicate so that you don't have a question that, that you, that's going to cost you. Cause that's my biggest fear is, you know, one of my biggest fears is, is not having prepared you, you know, with the information you need to be successful. That's why I do literally get pretty pissed off. People are like, why well, I get to read the rule. Well, guess what, man? I mean, you know, you, did you, did you look at the octane sticker when you filled your car up or did you grab diesel? I mean, you, this is important. You know, this is important here. Uh, this is your lifeline. So, so to make sure that, that all of that stuff is as easily accessible as possible, that way there's no confusion on the facts, times, anything like that. And then from there, the, uh, the, the inner workings of an event, I want the registration to, uh, to be as smooth as possible. This year, you literally join a Bassmaster event after you have your Bassmaster ID number, just like you do every other Tourney X event. You go straight to the page, sign up for my tournament, and you're done. There's no hopping back and forth between websites. So, um, yeah, you. great. And so <laughs> so that's going to take out a lot. You know, I literally know there's, you know, one tournament I know of two dozen people that probably didn't go because they couldn't get signed up. So. And that's the nature of websites. You know, websites take time for maintenance, and then technology you don't get to get sucks. Back around to it, yeah, it can absolutely. So, um, but, but make awesome. sure the registration process is as smooth as possible. It's it's out there everywhere you look. I want you to be able to see that there's an event coming, and then within the event, you know, our our crew. I feel like we've got a good setup with with my judge, judges, assistants, people that help me, um, and keep all of that going cleanly. Um, make the registration as smooth, efficient, and fast as possible, and then have some fun. And then everyone fish um, and, and fish clean and, and within the rules because they have them all and they know them because we've condensed them and kept them small like we try to do in cast. Yeah. Um, and then from there, you know, have the awards. You know, we need we need the people to be there. You know, we we can't have 220 people at a tournament and only the check cashers show up because the chambers, they like seeing that stuff and it means oh, yeah. something to them. It's important. And, and then, them. so yeah. And, and whenever you get shared on Bassmaster, you know, which is another priority, um, you know, we understand the pecking order as far as, you know, the, the budget and where dollars go and, and where the viewership is. So, I mean, you know, that's, that's not a slide against us. The viewership is on what's over Jimmy's shoulder there, you know? So, you know, we'll, we'll, they respect that and, and everywhere that we can get plugged in, we're going to do that. You know, yeah. there's a lot of things and I'll share those going forward that I'm learning, you know, how expensive it is to stream what's going on right there. It's very, oh, yeah. very expensive. Yeah. And that budget to pay for that is literally coming out of the pocket of certain number of sponsors hmm. and those sponsors. So if, if we want that too, that sponsor doesn't just cut us a piece of that. that. It's literally new contracts and new money that has to come out. So that's why supporting your sponsors like Dakota lithium and people like that, you know, Supporting them helps them invest money into these tournament series for these type of five. This is all brand new stuff that the kayak world is going to learn. And I want to do everything yeah. I can to share it because, you know, it, it's important because we're, we're going to have Give to deal with that stuff ourselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We don't have sponsors knocking down the door to pay any tournament series money. We all have to hustle it up. We do. Mm -hmm. And so I want to make sure that that sponsor outreach is there. I want to make sure that it's accessible for all of you to see who's investing in us and a way to give back to them. 
Um, the publication, they already do a really good job of us on the website and in they print. Do. I want the print on the vaccination side to pick up some. So as I learn from these people, uh, I'm going to work on that uh, because, you know, like our, our state championships and stuff, you know, those are, those are good fields of people. They need, they deserve to be highlighted too. And, um, and then after that, you know, hopefully I put together my best job and they see it and they let us add a few events. And, and when we do that, you know, we'll restructure AOI stuff. We'll restructure championship qualification. Um, we, we've discussed, you know, the classic is the classic. The classic deserves to be what it is. I don't feel like the classic should be associated with any other tournament than that. Um, I feel like us if we can separate our championship from the classic, um, then we get to celebrate our championship as a standalone. And then that in turn gets shared on Bassmaster Live, hopefully, and all that kind of stuff. So that's a grizzle. That's a, that's, that's a long way away. But that's what I want to work towards is making it where everyone understands the commitment we've made to them and, and that we're doing what it takes to put you all out there because you deserve it. And um, without, you know, every tournament, I say it over and over and over, it's probably, uh, you know, again, I don't like cliches, but I, the this one sticks. Uh, a tournament's only as good as the anglers that are in it, you know. If you got a bunch of jack legs that, that screw around and this, that, and the other, then you're going to have problems and the tournament's going to suck. People aren't going to be happy with it because they're going to be distracted. Because trust me, anglers don't like being distracted by clown asses and people that are just carrying on about stuff. They're there to listen and get out of there so they can get to fishing. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that's why I want to work on all that registration and stuff. So, but uh, hopefully, you know, we can grow it, add a few events. I don't think we need to go crazy with seven tournaments in five regions or whatever, because we're just spreading out. Um, and we, uh, we get very, very excited about what we do and we want to make it this mega everything. That's not always the best case. You know, we got to perfect what we do first and then the other can come. So exactly. Yeah. You, you gotta, you don't want to like overstep overreach, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like AJ, I just, I got to talk with him, you know, one day, at a show last year and talking about like how Hobie has evolved from the opens all the way up mm-hmm. and to, to fill in tournament registration, you know, and I had, I asked him, it was like, now what? And he was like, I have no idea. Like I didn't know it got, was going to get here like it did. Yeah. And I feel like that's a good example of, he didn't set his own bar so high that it caused an issue. Like he said, his bar is relatively low and he hit them and it's like, okay, that's when you start, like you said, that's when division play can start to be a real factor. It's like, I'm literally maxing out my potential here. Now I have, you know, it forces expansion. Um, but I, I think the, everything we've talked about tonight, you know, it's been a great show. I appreciate you coming on and talking about it for sure. I, I know a lot of folks had a bad taste in their mouth with a lot of Bassmaster stuff but I know a lot of folks have quickly shut up since you've taken over because now we have someone that we all trust. That's going to help move this in a better direction. And I mean, we've got a schedule. We know there's a a big rule update coming. We've talked about a lot of things here. We know there's going to be some similarities and it's, it's all moving forward. Like there's not going to be any more half-ass ran tournaments. There's not going to be any more speculations of cheating. I mean, sure. Yeah, there will be, for the stuff that we've encountered thus far, like I feel like yeah. everything has a, like for me sitting here, it's like, I don't see what can go wrong. I'm sure. Something will, 
it happens. Right. But uh, I, I, for one, am super excited about it, looking forward to it. And, uh, I, again, I appreciate you coming in and talking about it. And, uh, you know, we've kept you for a little while, but if there's anything else you want to touch on about it before we let you go or to sum yeah. it up. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad Garrett is, is on here with you. I mean, I know you've had riser and, and you and while come into cast, you know, we talked a lot when he was starting their club and everything. And uh, always enjoy talking with you about the Alabama stuff, Jimmy. And we will circle back around to what we've been texting about. But, man, I, I want to thank everybody for, you know, having so much faith and, 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 and hope in, in what I can do. Um, you know, and what you said, there's a sour taste there. But, um, and, and the thing is, it's going to be hard. I mean, it's going to be hard because we're having to, to wash that taste out of people's mouth for them, you know, and, but that takes time, you know, um, there's a lot of people that don't necessarily know. I mean, they see my face, they know me, they know I can talk, whatever, but, but they don't know me, you know, some of the West coast, the Northeast people, you know, I have a reputation, but they, they don't know me. So, you know, they don't have to trust me, you know, and I don't want you to trust me until you come and see, you know, let me earn it. Um, but, you know, I, I'll say, I say it, you know, quite often, I'm probably um, – I don't know why I get like this. I'm probably <laughs> the luckiest kayak person in, in the country. I've, I've been able to work with everybody. I mean, from no matter what part of the country they're in, you know, I, I was I'm able to work – you know, with, with Nick Brown and, and I mentioned Craig Guy and, and Hoover and, and AJ and and you know I know Steve Fields pretty well and I've got to bend his ear. Uh, I get to work with all the the of our Alabama, Tennessee, Georgia, Kentucky, and, and Queen City people. I work with all those tournament directors, and um, that's that's how I know the stuff that I do know is is from everybody. You know, I'm I'm a chameleon. I fit in places I shouldn't be my whole life, and. Um, you know, I've been able to absorb, you know, what what they were willing to share to me, you know, and the anglers. You know, I get to talk to so many people and, you know, my wife gets on me all the time. Like I like literally today, I probably had 70 different people I messaged, text, called or, or emailed with today. And I mean, it's I, I like talking to everybody and, and, and by yeah. benefit, I, I get their knowledge and and their trust and and. You know, so you got to, you got to, you can't be a repeat if you want that kind of stuff. You got to keep your mouth shut. So um, you get excited and that's hard to do, but I do again, you know, I thank you all for always y'all's kind words and support you give me. You know, y'all know my phone's always there. I have started putting it on silent at night at a certain time. So I can go to <laughs> sleep or whatever, but yeah. And, and, and that's not, you know, again, always reach out. So that, that, that'll tell you there, my phone's on silent. Don't worry about it, ever reaching out to me because I'll get to it the next day. So you're not bothering me. So uh, that's the big, one of the biggest fears of an event is, is I want to make sure, you know, that's why I hop so much. That's what I'm I hop everything we do at TVKA and everything, because I want every person that can fish to come and fish that weekend. And so hopefully I can figure out a way to do it with Bassmaster and, and they'll, they'll like it and I can have a job there for a long time. So thank you all for, you know, getting me on here and I'll come back again whenever you need it. I got to say, I think that Bassmaster made a really good selection when they picked you as their director. I mean, you really embody kind of the kayak fishing spirit and you have enough experience that you know how to handle every situation. And I think you're really good. They're, they're in really good hands moving forward. Appreciate that. Gary. Can't yeah. say it any better. Well, man, uh, I'll let you get to it. I'll let you go hang out with the wife and enjoy the rest of your evening. I appreciate you, uh, 
taking all my messages today bothering you about getting you on uh but so happy that you did and you know uh, i'm sure we'll have you on again uh as the season rolls around i you know anything that you want out there to the public in the podcasting world you can reach out to us here first paddle and fan would be glad glad to share it out for you all right man y'all have a good evening too i'll catch up with y'all in a little bit all right we'll see you on gunnersville see you see you thanks all right a lot of great stuff there we got we got some really good fishing juice i gotta go re uh rethink my line game rethink my (laughs) a-rig game which i appreciate that yozuri copolymer Yeah, you should be ashamed. That's your sponsor. You should have been shouting that out. I'm over here talking about fifty dollar line, and you're. Uh, no, I'm, I'm all about their t- their fluorocarbon. I'm a fluorocarbon guy. I'm I'm I've tried some copolymers, and I've not been a fan. But I think yeah. it's just because I use high end. I mean, I don't use the highest end, but I mean, I use a Sunline FC Sniper. It's not cheap, and yeah, it's not cheap. I stuff. I love it. It's just been hard to put it down but it's also hard to pay for. So uh, we, we shall make some changes. That, that T7 fluorocarbon, it's it's really good stuff and not as near, nearly as hard on the budget. I'll have to check it out. Well, uh, Tourney X has been having a few issues uh, this week. I can't get the turn, archive tournaments to pull up, so I wasn't able to get um, the normal weekly tournament recap stuff. So hopefully uh, that gets figured out, whatever that is, and I can get back to it next week. So... Uh, Come on, man! You let me down here. Hey, sorry. Blame it on the I'm new not, guy. I'm, Let's just do that. Yeah, it's Garrett's <laughs> fault. I gave that job to him, which is not true. My wife does it. She hit me up, freaking out. Was like, I can't get Tony X to work, and then I couldn't get it to work on my phone, on the computer. It didn't matter. So it's uh hey, probably it just a little bug. Like we said, technology sucks. But uh anything else, Garrett? No, we got a. That was a good show, man. Uh, I'm really excited for what the future Bassmaster has in store yep. for him. I, I said it from the beginning, the nothing against series. Toby, but yeah. I want I will always the Bassmaster logo. I remember watching it on the weekends as a kid. Like it means something, like it does to most folks. Like being yeah. on the stage, that kind of thing. I with Steve O running it. I mean, I'll follow it till it train wrecks the bottom <laughs> of a cliff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. I'm it's I'm excited for it. It's absolutely <laughs> not. It will yeah. not. For for anybody, all our West Coast listeners, if you know Canada guys, we got a big Canadian following. Like, you can trust that guy. You can trust that that tournament. I mean, obviously there's overhead there above him, but he's a very persuasive person, and everybody likes him. So yeah. we got that working for us. You know, uh, but yeah. Uh, Everybody that listens to this, make sure you share this one up. Let's get that word out there for Bassmaster. Like you said, we got to watch the bad taste out of their mouth. And obviously that can't happen until these events start happening. But a bunch of positive word and, you know, the word coming from the source that's making all this happen is great. So, uh, like you said, though, it's a great show. Um, Next week, I'll go ahead and give a little bit of a teaser. Hopefully it doesn't change, but we should have uh, the head of the Hobie POS series next week and he's going to give us his side of everything back on their end TDs. yeah so you're hearing it here on, on the paddle and fin network on the reel down actually since steve's gone i'm just going to give you all that juicy overlay real quick one more time with that new <laughs> badass uh logo down there in the bottom right still thinking about getting some stickers and t-shirts made yeah do it but uh we appreciate it folks uh we'll be here 
same time next week you'll catch us next thursday with another great show hopefully with another great tournament director and then i think the week after that the kbf series of trails kicks off we'll have the first kbf event down there in polk county as well as the uh kbf 10 which is always exciting which i think that's probably one of the top tier tournaments in kayak fishing just because it's 10 really good guys they (laughs) all get paid no matter what happens and the killer house the killer prize pack there's always really good footage from it it's always fun um everybody's favorite anglers are down there so uh also we just nope i can't say that that hadn't dropped yet so never mind i'll leave you all on that cliffhanger sorry (laughs) there's gonna be a show post in the talk next time (laughs) yeah there's gonna be a show that gets posted within the next week or two that's gonna go in depth of polk county so uh be looking for that awesome But uh, thanks again, everybody. We will see you next week, and we are out. Peace. See ya.